What's up, guys? Today we're gonna be having maybe an uncomfortable conversation. Is it gonna be uncomfortable? We're gonna be talking about body count. We know it's a conversation that everybody loves to have. And in this modern day and age, it feels like we're having combos surrounding body count more and more. We're gonna unpack that a little bit. But before we do, we got Taylor in Nashville. Ooh, well, I'm ready to get uncomfortable. Let's do it. <laughs> this is smooth sailing and it's not going to be too crazy. But as I said before, you know, there's a lot of conversations being had in this modern day and age surrounding body count. Should men be able to ask women? When do you ask them? Should women ask men? Is it different for the two genders? Should we care as much when a man has a high body count, which we will get to in today's video that we will be reacting to. But I'll show you that in just a minute. Let's lay some groundwork. This video ended up getting 32 million views on TikTok, and it's a girl being asked specifically about body counts, just so we can feel what the environment can be surrounding having this conversation. <laughs> Why do you think men care about a woman's body count? Do you? People actually care about that shit? Men in general. <laughs> if a man is fucking asking my body count, he can get fucked. Who gives a fuck? Oh my God, that's so stupid. People actually ask that shit? Yes. You Okay, well then you're talking to the wrong man. If a man is ever asking about your body count, you're talking to the wrong man and he can get fucked. Like that's so fucking stupid. So, get fucked. So, can I ask you this then? <laughs> yeah, sure. So, what do you think about the analogy if one key can open many locks, it's known as a master key, as opposed to if you have a lock that can be opened by any key, it's a shitty lock. I think that if a, if a woman is an analogy to you, then you're not fucking ready to be talking to a woman and you should probably get fucked. So if a woman is the key to you, talk to your mom, talk to your sister, talk to your cousin. I don't know. Get a real fucking life and get fucked. Thank you. And a woman is not a key. Thank you. Okay. So she seems to have some very strong opinions on the matter. I'm thinking there's some alcohol slash intoxication involved in this video, and maybe that's why we're getting such a raised presence from this girl, and also a misunderstanding of the analogy as the woman would be the lock in that case. But we've heard many a woman flip that analogy and use a different example to make the exact same point in regard to men. So that is really neither here nor there. I personally think it's totally okay to have a conversation surrounding body count in a relationship for both men and women, because it points to certain characteristics about the partner that you're with and then you can make judgments based on whether or not you feel like you want to move forward with that person uh, based on their prior behavior. Do I feel like people can have high body counts and maybe change their their personality and their view towards sexuality? Sure, but I'm looking at a high body count as like an indicator of maybe we are not the best for one another. Taylor, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, people for as much as people talk about, you know, sexual compatibility, I think it's important to even more important to have uh, values compatibility and having this conversation is a is a part of understanding a person's uh, past and part of their history um, and their relationships, and a part of how they think about themselves, how to think about sexuality, how they think about relationships. And, you know, sex is a big part of of uh, romantic relationships. And you need to understand where your partner or prospective partner is coming from. I think it's totally fair game to ask and whether or not you and said person 
have the same perspective on that, let alone history, um, it's important to at least have the conversation so that you know um, going into a relationship blind is is probably not the best idea. Obviously, um, it becomes more incumbent on the people to have the discussion um, at a, a certain stage in the relationship. And I, I, I'm not, there's probably... Uh, a different timeline for for every single one. But generally speaking, I think it's a healthy thing to discuss and make sure that you know and are on the same page with uh, whoever you are looking at being in a relationship with. Yeah. And let's have a conversation as to whether or not it is different uh, amongst the two sexes. Should we care more about female body count than we do about male body count? Is there a difference in biology and therefore a difference in the way we view that number based on sex? Before we have that discussion, let's watch another one of these street interviews to get somebody else's take. Do you think men should care about a woman's body count? No. They can have a body count of 100, but if we have a body count over 10, then it's a problem. What's your reasoning behind that? I'm just saying I think men think of women differently. Of course, we're different. Men and women are different. They are different. So, with that, there comes different circumstances. Yeah. Right? So you can fuck whoever you want, but I can't? Not necessarily. So, there's a difference between having sex with a bunch of, you know, high-quality women and just having sex with any girl that comes around, right? Yeah, there's sure. a difference. There's a difference for a girl, between having are... sex with high-quality men and just any man that comes around. Of course, but you guys are set out of different quality like a different standard because you're supposed to have children one day you birth right you raise families you're kind of you're the you're the sector of everything that's supposed to be wholesome about a family yeah but if you've been with any guy and hundreds of guys right that kind of devalues your worth as a mother or as a mom as but a it's wife not devalue you as a guy because uh, you can impregnate a hundred women whenever you want in a hundred days i can only have one baby in a hundred days okay but if you look at back in the day, more than if you look at it back in the day, the whole th before pregnancy tests became a thing, when you would have sex with multiple women, you would know that I would be the possible father, or I am the father of this. But when a woman is having sex with multiple partners, multiple men, they have no clue who the who the, who the father could be, right? But and it's that, easy that to track that back. I mean, in the past, right? No, for now. Yeah, now. I can track back the day that I had sex with someone to the day that I got pregnant because of my ovulation cycle. That's fair. Do you think men should care about- Okay, so we got through that video. Um, some better arguments and some worse arguments shared between uh, the, the two parties here. It's interesting to watch people so, like, not viciously, but so, like, fervorously defend having sex with as many people as possible on both ends of the spectrum. I don't respect that in women, and I don't respect that in men. So it's interesting to, like, watch the two sides battle over being able to have sex with 100 people <laughs> within their lifetime. That just absolutely blows my mind. Now, for his perspective... Uh, motherhood, I don't know, was the right thing to invoke. I think he could have talked about biological characteristics in, in men versus women and how we have uh, certain attachments when it comes to sexual partners and for women that being uh, a heightened feeling and how that can change things. He also alluded to the fact that back in the day, if you were a woman going around having multiple partners, you wouldn't be able to know who the father is. And that's very much true. Whereas with men, it's a lot easier because because you can, you know, go around and impregnate as many women as possible. I'd hope that that's not the lifestyle that uh, either of these individuals are leading. But to his point, that is very much true. I can, 
you know, place value in the argument that men have different attachments when it comes to sexual partners and lesser attachments when compared to women. And that being the reason why a higher body count may be worse for a woman, at least based on my own judgments. But that doesn't excuse super high body counts for men for me personally. I view it as a red flag for both parties. What about you, Taylor? Don't know where to start on this question. <laughs> <to> answer, but, <laughs> right. uh, as, as far as the double standard, I think that, you know, women should care if a man has a high body count and yeah. men should care if a woman has yeah. a high body count. We should just care in general about both of these things. Like we're well aware of sort of the biological uh elements at play as far as like, you know, men being incentivized to <laughs> biologically speaking, uh, mate with as many people as possible. Uh, and then women having to deal with the biological reality of being, uh, facing, be carrying a child and, yeah. uh, let alone birthing one and then having to be the, uh, physical source of <laughs> nutrition for that child mm -hmm. uh, in its early stages of life. So that's all, uh, all relevant uh, in the discussion. And I think he, he did make a, a solid point that like historically speaking, uh, it was more culturally a thing for uh, to pay attention to ma making sure that women are not being promiscuous, so to speak, uh, if they're married or whatever, so that it is known who the father is. I was just right. listening to a podcast talking about the Greco-Roman world. And that was very much a thing like men, it was okay for them to be promiscuous. So there literally was a double standard there. Mm -hmm. um, but it was because of that needing to know who the father was um, thing, which granted is uh, an unfair situation just on its face. Um, but in, in modern times, uh, I think it's generally unwise for uh, women to have a ton of sexual partners for the reasons already stated, um, let alone, we, you know, we talk about diseases and other things. And, yeah. and there's also the emotional side of, of it and uh, the potential baggage, um, the it, impact on how you feel about yourself, your self-worth, impact on future relationships. But I also think it's unwise for men. And I heard a good analogy recently um, that uh, like likening having lots of sex and even using porn to... Uh, inflation and how when you pump a lot of extra currency uh, into a monetary system, it loses its value, right? And when you were talking about sex, most people want to, to have a long-term monogamous relationship um, that is more than just sexual, that is, that where you can really fully belong to someone else, they can fully belong to you uh, permanently and completely. And uh that is something that I think most people would admit that is is something that they uh, desire. Maybe cultures are really jaded now where, where we have uh, less of a hope for that. Yeah. But when you have lots of uh, lots of sex with lots of partners or uh, are fulfilling sexual desires in any litany of ways, you're introducing a lot of extra currency into that system and you're devaluing what would otherwise be um, more meaningful and uh, pair bond more something that strengthens your ability to pair bond with that individual person mm -hmm. um, and being able to preserve that for uh, that one person that you are going to commit to and spend the rest of your life with, to me, seems like the wiser direction. And of course, just full disclosure, I'm coming at this from a Christian perspective, and that's the lifestyle I've led. And I, you know, believe very much in marriage and everything. Um, but even outside of that, like everything I just laid out, I don't think is a religious argument for it. I think it's just kind of general wisdom. And for whatever reason, like you said before, uh, both 
men and women in modern culture seem to be fighting over laying claim to being able to have as much casual sex as possible. And I, it, it just seems uh, misguided to me. Yeah. And for, coming from the non-religious perspective, I'm just like, why? Why is that something that you want? Are you on your deathbed going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I slept with so many people. And if you are one of those people, I would venture to say that you haven't developed enough throughout life to like learn about things that have more value. And it's kind of sad that that would be something that you put as a as a priority when it comes to your your life and exploration of life itself now with that being said we are going to like flip the typical narrative on its head which is asking women about their body counts and we're going to watch a nectar video that is a woman choosing between seven guys who have all displayed their body count for her now of course this is a modern woman who knows what choice she's going to make but today we're going to watch Hi, I'm Montana, and I'm here to pick a date based on body count. How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm a little nervous, but I'm excited. I'm like not too sure what I'm gonna see back there. I feel like I'm gonna see like a big range. Like there's probably gonna be some numbers that shock me, both ways, maybe. Right. And one, two, three. Oh, number okay. four. 1950, 10, 100 plus, <laughs> 14. Oh my gosh. Okay. So just for me, immediately 100 plus is eh, you're out of there. You're out of there. No doubt about it. And I would be putting one at the top of the priority list. But of course, they're going to be interviewed and, you know, we'll get into their personalities and stuff. But the lower you are, the higher you are for me. Do you, real quick, do you think that this collection of uh, fine gentlemen that they've got on this? video is a representative sample of like current day men or Gen Z men. Like I know we see these articles all the time of how like Gen Z is not having as much sex as prior generations and things like that. Um, but this seems to be a pretty high number for every single one of these guys, especially obviously the, the 100 one. But do you think this is a representative sample? Uh, probably not because I have to think about like First of all, the conditions it would take to even be in this video in the first place. So we're thinking of like, I'm pretty sure these are filmed in LA. So like an LA based male, you're already gonna have certain personality characteristics for that. I'm assuming since she looks in her early 20s, they're gonna be early 20s males, certain personality characteristics for that. They have to be willing to go on a video and share their body count, which takes a certain amount of confidence and likely a higher body count if you're willing to share those things. So I think there's just different things that are skewing them higher and higher for me. Uh, yeah. I imagine it's going to be harder to find guys who are willing to display a lower body count on a video like this, especially with the stigma surrounding sexuality in men. You're expected to have a higher body count and encouraged to collect numbers. Yeah, I guess so. I'm just coming at this from like, maybe this is a millennial perspective, but you know, every season on The Bachelor or uh -huh. I guess The Bachelorette, there seems to be like the Christian football player guy who is waiting till marriage. And, you know, they always like throw one of those in there to be a part of the the options. And right. this video was just like, nope, we're going to have like at least 10 or right. something like that for each guy. Yeah. Kind of I'm like, damn, what is the average? Y'all let me know. I don't know what the average is for y'all. Uh, I don't know if you want to put that in the comments down below. You can put that in the yeah. comments down below with your age. Okay, let's watch. Hey, getting around, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Any other ones that jump out to you? Um, I guess number five, just because that's impressive. I guess good for good for you. <laughs> Or sorry for you, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh, wow. So she said sorry for the guy who has one. 
I feel like that's just like stigma surrounding guys. I would be like, congratulations that you've managed to, you know, get to whatever age you're at right now without having accumulated many bodies that absolutely mean nothing. And I can see like where guys would wear it as like a badge of pride or, you know, you have your locker room talk about how many girls you slept with or whatever. But I just encourage you to challenge yourself and think about whether or not it actually means something. Um, so don't say sorry to the guy who has one. You should be giving him a pat on the back. Can mm. everyone just tell me like what your age now and what age did you lose your virginity? So I'm 23, almost 24, and I lost my virginity at 18. I'm 21 and uh, I lost it freshman year of high school. I'm 21 and 50 bodies, that's crazy. I'm 22 and I lost mine when I was 19 years old, junior year of high school. I'm 28 and I lost it when I was 18. I'm 19 and I lost it when I was 17. Okay, well that, that number makes sense then. Dude, okay, so you're 28, lost at nine, 18, 100 plus bodies. So you're averaging like, you know, 10 a year. That's a lot, guys. If you really break that down, 10 a year, uh, and maybe some people don't view that as a lot, but that's almost every month a new person. That's like crazy to me. And that's only if you space them out. I imagine you're not going in this like linear fashion of spacing out the people who you're sleeping with. So you have like 10 there, a couple there, 20 there, whatever. <laughs> that's crazy. Ah! Ah! I'm uh, 22 tomorrow. Happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, lost, I think when I was like 17 or something. Okay. Uh, I'm 19 and I lost it at 16. Does body count matter to you guys? He slept with 14 people from 16 to 19. Yeah. Not really. I feel it's like, crazy. you know, the more the mirror, more experience. It doesn't the more the really matter, but also it does. I don't want someone with like lesser experience because I don't think I'm at well, that not point. Not many people are going to have more. <laughs> but like, but like, no experience. Kind okay. Of. Yeah. I mean, I will say, like, I think it's kind of cute when like someone's not experienced. I think like someone who has a low body count, like they can still be experienced. I think it's more of like an experience thing rather than having a high count. Okay. If Why do people care so much about experience in dating people? That's always been a question that I've had. I've like, I've never understood that argument from the female perspective or the male perspective. Wouldn't you want to grow with somebody and like learn new things about each other and, and move on in your relationship, not just in like the, the vein of sexuality, but in everything in life. I've just never understood like wanting a guy who's, you know, dated, you know, hundreds of women, wanting a girl that has experience. It's, just, I don't know. Yeah, in general speaking, like I could probably understand wanting someone who has less experience, but I think it, I can very much understand like wanting to be in a relationship with someone who's got like a similar at least background or in the same ballpark yeah, maybe. to you. So like that to your point, you can kind of grow together. At least you're coming at it from like a similar uh, similar place or similar levels of experience so that, you know, you're, you're not have this, this giant gap to overcome. That's, that sure. seems to me like a challenge. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah. If you're on a first date, do you ask? Hell no. No, <laughs> no way, no. Never. When do you guys tend to have that conversation with a partner? Or do you bring it up? Do you let them bring it up? Usually they bring it up. You know, sometimes it is on the first date. But, you know, I, I feel like a few dates in, it's fine to talk about that. You know, kind of get to know their past a little bit. I don't necessarily bring up, like, the, like the count, but I'll ask them what their, like, previous relationship experiences are. 
does a girl's body count matter to you? Like, is there is there a number that would bother you? No, it doesn't really matter. It's just kind of like, it's something that you, you, you did. And as long as you're like committed to me, it doesn't like really matter, I guess. Okay. The age to body ratio matters. I was, I also feel like the vibe matters too. If the vibes are there, I feel like at that point, like the number goes out the window. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with everything. I, I, mm. You better be. Mm. Oh, let me think about that. Anything above like five or ten, or five is cool with me. Oh, it's cool. I would. Dare. Wow. So he's actually saying if you have something below five, he is not interested in you. So you must be above. What sort of backwards? world are we living in <laughs> backwards is the right word i mean that's yeah literally completely reversed to logic that i would come at this with but you know good on you I it's guess. crazy to hear it from the horse's mouth wow wow but obviously you know like he can't be trusted he's at 100 plus there's he's got problems so yeah damn you have to do a background check to see when she did what, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> kind of like seeing <clears throat> like how many relationships she's been in so like, you know, if she's been in a lot of relationships, I would see, but if she hasn't, I could see how the number would be high. Okay, so the context of yeah, where the bodies came from matters to yeah, you. Yeah, like a background check. Okay. Okay, the first person, I think I'm gonna go with the person with the one body count, mostly because they're too young for me. I forgot how old he is. He does look very young. I hope it's just because he's young and not because his number is one. Because again, what a backwards world we're living in and that would be the first person that you eliminate. But if he's too young for you and you're a few years older, I could see as a woman not wanting to engage uh, with, with something like that. So that makes sense. Hi. Hi. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Oh, I'm sorry. You. You're just a little too young for me. It's I'm okay. sorry. Well, I know my number's kind of low. When I tell people, they're kind of just like that. They like make fun of me. But like for me, I kind of just like want to wait for like the right person. Like I really got to feel a connection there. And keep that energy, boy. Keep that energy. <laughs> keep that energy. <laughs> Good on you, buddy. Yeah, freaking wait for the girl that appreciates that for real. Mm -hmm. I think I'm gonna go with 29 just because they didn't really give me much. 29. That's probably me. <laughs> Number six. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> 100 is still 100 plus is in after the first round. Forget your body count? Yeah. <laughs> I think I filled that out when I was like maybe a little bit drunk. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet Hudson, you. thank Watch you. Nice thank you. you. Let's start with what everyone does for work. Start with number one. I am a production assistant and work in the art department in the film industry, mostly on commercials and music videos. Very cool. Okay. okay. Do you like it? I, I love it, yeah. I want to be a writer and director, but for now it pays the bills and I love what I do. Number two. Um, I'm a professional model and I'm in school for cybersecurity. I'm going to school full-time right now. I also do modeling part-time, and I'm trying to pursue a career in basketball. Number four. I nut for a living. Obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do OnlyFans. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you were serious. Bye. Bye. <laughs> he don't got the X factor. He got that X. So judgmental of you, Amala. How dare you? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, bye. Bye, 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 bye. Bye. Bye, baby, bye. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> Do you like it? It's a lot of work. It's very hard. Yeah. Plan so, intended. Uh, <laughs> I'm in school for music production right now, but I'm a bellman. What's that? Like a bellboy. Like, I take your luggage at a hotel. Oh, so, like at a hotel. Okay. Yeah. Cool. What do you think about the movie Wolf of Wall Street? Um, I think it's good. I think a lot of people missed out on the message, guys. Like, they're like, oh, dude, this movie's f sick. I gotta be an investor. And it's like, dude, this guy f 
people over. Like you, you miss the point that it's a cautionary tale. Mm. I thought it was funny, especially with like when he was able to sell that building that like known that looked damn near non-existent. I was like, damn, this dude got great pervasive like manipulation skills. Ooh. If somebody is like priding somebody on their manipulation skills, red flag. <laughs> red flag. Get rid of him immediately, expeditiously. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I could sympathize with, you know, there's the side of the Wolf of Wall Street story uh, that he's like ascending the ladder and and making a name for himself and all that, that right. I think is... I guess to some degree admirable, even though obviously he was like not doing it in the most ethical way. So I can see to some degree, like thinking that's inspirational, but to hone in specifically on the manipulative methods used is not the best thing to say, especially when you're trying to present yourself as attractive yeah. to uh, a prospective partner. Yeah. If I was on a date with somebody and they said they wanted to like be like Jordan Belfort, I'd be like, okay, mm -hmm. date's over. Bye. <laughs> I've actually never seen Wolf of Wall Street. Wow. Uh, <laughs> she has no idea what she's walking into with that comment. You ask all okay, I've seen. I just feel like it tells a lot about your personality depending on where you rank that movie. If it's like a top five movie for you, sometimes people have a complex about it. I think number one caught it really well that like mm -hmm. some men really want to be the Wolf of Wall Street and that's not what that movie is. What's your favorite movie? Like, what's a movie you actually like? I'll be honest, I don't think I have a favorite movie. Huh? Like, oh. I don't watch movies. You never seen Pursuit of Happiness? <laughs> nope. Wow. What about Little all... Sunshine? Nope. What? They're all about to walk out. <laughs> They're all about to leave. What's a movie you've seen? TV shows? Yeah, like, I oh. liked Oppenheimer. Do you like watch TV? Do you read? Like, what? Because I feel like a lot of people watch movies on their free time. You just listen to music or are you like let's give us something like yeah. kind of like, give us a blank page right now. I watch a little TV, I listen to music. I'm just not a big like if I sit in front of a TV for too long, I fall asleep. So that's like valid. I go to movies, you I just Oppenheimer, that's three hours. I actually stayed awake for Oppenheimer too and I really liked it. Did you watch a Barbie movie also? Of course. Which one did you prefer? Oppenheimer. Okay, so she does indeed watch movies. That's green. Yeah. I just want to clear that, that up. That's a green flag for me if you liked uh, Oppenheimer over Barbie. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's not true of my wife, but we will go there. there you uh, go. But no, as she's talking. I'm like, one great test that she can have. I saw a tweet recently from Brittany Martinez, the founder of uh, EV Magazine. And she said, one thing that all of the most, the smartest, most successful men that I've ever met have in common is a passion for Lord of the Rings. And I think that is very based. And I think she should have asked these fellows, not about Wolf of Wall Street, but Lord of the Rings and vice versa. But you know, that's just my opinion. I have a feeling these guys are not going to be Lord of the Rings fans, Taylor. Just based <laughs> on the general doesn't strike vibes. Me as a type. No, no, based on the general vibes. <laughs> Actually, if you guys saw me at a bar and imagine you're attracted to me, how would you approach me? If I see you, I'ma just say what's up. You know, hey, how you doing? Like I don't really got Ugh. too many pickup lines. I feel bye. Like if you see me and you like me, you gonna you know you gonna go out your way to respond back. I mean, I really like cold approach, so I'll just come up to you, <clears throat> give you a compliment, you know, get to know you, ask your name, see if the vibe is there, and then go from there. Get your number, Instagram. Okay. okay. I can't lie, I don't really go up to people. I think in my entire <laughs> life, maybe like one or two people, and one time I got rejected. I think that made me like really uh, shy. <laughs> so how do you meet people? Oh, girl. I think so, through like I'm friend groups and stuff, <laughs> I'll like get introduced or whatever. Oh, yeah, like number four said, I like talking to people who like I meet through friends and whatnot. I feel like. I feel like conversation can come naturally rather than me just trying to like get at you. Okay. Well, especially because at the bar you can come off as such a sleaze bag. Like they know what you're looking yeah. for. You can come off as a douche. No, I'm like a park type of guy. Like, yeah, exactly. Park, dude, dude, the park at the gym, you know? The vibe is so off. much. The gym's crazy. Yeah, I, feel I like mean, people you... don't want to be disturbed. <laughs> That's the thing, though. There's a yeah. way to do it. There's a way to do it. <laughs>
Okay. okay. Who's next? Number two with the fifty. Wait, what's your count? what's your thoughts on their answers there to some of the the ways that they would approach a woman? They're saying I, it can feel like a sleaze bag because you know that they're expecting you to, or they know that you want something out of them, and so it, it just ruins the whole thing. And other guys are coming at it with pickup lines, and then other ones are like, I don't know, just pay her a compliment, try to be natural, try to be chill. What's your thoughts on some yeah. of those? Uh, styles 100% did not like number 50 saying I'm gonna walk up to you and say what's up and if you like my vibe you like my vibe no uh immediately you're I don't done. like your vibe yeah I don't like the vibe whatsoever um but to each their own uh the other ones who said you know I like to meet people through friends or you know just very casually love that that's super cool I would push back on not approaching women at a bar so long as you do it in a respectable way and you are good enough at reading social cues that you know when somebody's not interested. If it's a quick walk up, say hi, give a pay a compliment, start uh, strike up a conversation and that's where it ends because she's not interested or it goes further because she is interested. Wonderful. Lots of women go to bars for the you know, distinct purpose of being hit on by guys so that they can find people to go on dates with or find their significant others. So to hear that guys are hesitant or view that as being creepy is concerning, especially when we look at the numbers of people who are uh, not choosing to engage with women, not building uh, significant relationships, romantic relationships in their lives. It seems to be like a cultural, a culturally accepted idea that, that that hitting on somebody is now seen as creepy when it's not true at all. You just have to really take the pulse on the situation and know when to back out if it's not going well. So yeah. So there you go, fellas. That. Yeah. Everybody but number 50. 50. 50 needs to go. It's nice knowing you guys, man. And she eliminated him, so smart. <laughs> How y'all doing? Oh, you're really pretty. You. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Today's money. Nice to meet you, Montana. Montana, money. Why do I feel like his name is not money? Uh, and he's just a walking red flag. It's a walking red flag. Hello, guys. I just want to say, use condoms at all times. We support that. This guy models for Trojan. I think uh, the one with 10. I can hear them like dabbing each other up. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Nice, <laughs> nice to meet you, Montana. Yeah. Here. Those are great guys back there. Yeah. They like each other more than they like me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bromance. Like, yeah, there's like just... a bromance going on. I'm right getting now. my number up back here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Points for humor. 19 is 19 seems like he's doing so well, very well in the personality department uh, so far. And we know I'm down for, you know, 100's out. So it's between 19 and 14. I'm leaning towards 19. What's your sign? Oh, I'm an Aquarius. If a guy asks you what's your sign, girl, get rid of him. And I know there's astrology girls out there and you guys are into that stuff. And you might find it endearing if a guy asks you about that. Can guarantee you, you know, money back guarantee. He is not actually interested in astrology and he does not care what your sign is. He does not care, you know, that it means anything. He's accumulated this knowledge from the 100 plus women that he has uh, slept with and he is now using it to riz you up because uh, he assumes that you care about your astrological sign and that energy. Major red flag. <laughs> you ate that and left no crumbs, did I say it right? <laughs> <laughs> you did, you did say <laughs> Let's keep watching. Yes. Oh, okay. I love this, can everyone tell me theirs? Sagittarius. Do you know your big three? My big three. Okay. 
Uh, I'm an Aries Sun, Gemini Moon, Libra Rising. Get rid of him. Okay. I'd have to check Snapchat for the big three, but I'm an Aries. Okay. If a guy tells you his body count and then he knows his big three astrological signs, that's another body. Tack on, tack on 10 extra bodies to whatever it is that he told you was his body count because he's lying. <laughs> then I would consider it a green flag if, and actually relevant, useful information if they know their big five of the ocean personality model that they actually <laughs> use in, in psychometrics. Oh, that would be gosh. much more telling of like how high are you in trait openness or conscientiousness or extroversion or uh, agreeableness or neuroticism. That would be great to know Take about that. those things. It would actually tell me something about yourself. But uh, your, your big three on your astrology, not so much. Yeah, not so much. That'd be a cute date night. Do your little big five personality quiz. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, you guys can take that as you will. Do that at your next date night. Okay. <laughs> They're high-fiving. <laughs> <laughs> What's your relationship with your family like? I have a good relationship with my family. I live very far. I'm from North Dakota originally, so I'm the only one out here in L.A., but I'm very close with my mother and my, my grandparents. What about you? Do you have a good relationship with your family? Yeah, yeah, I'm close with uh, my dad, my mom, my two sisters. Grew up very close with like a really big family of, of women, I think. Love so that. I think that's what helped. Huge. What gets you up in the morning? Like what makes you happy? What makes you feel like the person you are? Oh, I like this question. I think that I'm just like mm -hmm. very grateful to be here. I'm, I grew up in the Midwest in like a smaller town and I'm not from like a well-off family or anything. So I worked very hard to like get to LA and be doing what I love to do full time. What is your occupation? I'm a photographer. Photographer, so like what kind of photography do you specialize in? For a paycheck, I'm contracted with a studio doing like high-end family photography, but freelance I'll do like more conceptual portrait work. But I like to keep that more of a hobby because I think if it becomes too much of a job, I might start to resent it, you know? Yeah, when it so starts to, you lose the creativity because you're, you're forced to do it. Oh, this is really hard. Um, number three. <laughs> I'm sorry, nah, there's really no rhyme or reason for that. <laughs> they were all really nice. You're good, you're good, don't trip. He was nice. Mm -hmm. Hi. Hi. Nice How's to meet you. I'm so sorry. Evan. Montana. Nice, nice to, to meet you. you. This is harder than I thought it was going to be. How are you feeling? Do you have a winner in mind? No, okay. I don't. I cannot believe 100 plus made it this far. But it's 2023, guys. My gosh. <laughs> They're both really nice and really great. And I feel like I had a good conversation with both of them. I think I'm gonna have to get rid of number two. Oh, she got rid I of it. Think Let's see. That maybe me and number one had a little more in common. Okay. She went for the personality. Number 19. Okay. Oh, you're really pretty too. Okay. Oh, oh, wow. I wrote that number. <laughs> you did. Nice to meet you. Really what was pretty. Your name? Forest. Forest, yeah. Montana. I love that name. Thank you. I'm so sorry. I love your I name too. <laughs> you can He's trying to raise her up. Watch. He's trying to raise her up. Take. Right. Take. Oh, I think it's That's not He right. wishes he could take that. <laughs> That's not you. It wasn't you, it's me. <laughs> it's giving Kevin better love. Who is that? Oh, gosh. He's the guy who uh, was dating Britney Spears, and then he became known as FedEx after they broke up, but he was kind of, he was like a dancer in one of her, her videos. And, oh, yeah, so they look similar. getting way above his uh, pay grade with Britney Sorry, Spears. I didn't get the, the <laughs> reference. 90s kid reference. Yeah, right.
Okay, number one. Uh, you know, I thought I was gonna get out first, so this is definitely surprising. <laughs> so she picked middle of the road in terms of body count, but it seems like the body count had no effect on her actual judgment of picking the guy that she wanted to be with. It was more personality, more vibes based. So mm -hmm. there you go. We'll see the big reveal. Oh, jeez. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, jeez. What's up? How's it going? Hi, nice oh, to fun. meet you. Nice to meet you. Montana. Good handshake. You have a good handshake. There we Thank go. You. I like the tattoos. Appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you very much. My, my first impression of Montana was that she was very attractive. I thought that she might not have been into me. Just right. to hear the reactions that she had about the other guys. Like, oh, you're so pretty. Oh, you're so you're so cute. That I come out. She said you're so pretty to two, two of the guys, mm -hmm. and not to him. I was like, hey. Nice to meet you. And I was like, oh man, that's cool. Yeah, I did I did regret Forrest. I felt like when it came down to the last two, I didn't have a clear winner and I kind of just like said no, one of them. She, I do. And she's saying this, it's zoomed in on her, right? Okay, but that guy is still there, I think. Like they're still within earshot. Regret uh, voting him off. She looks at him. It was very pretty. So. <laughs> the audaciousness. The audacity, the gall. Savagery. The, that's literal savagery to say that right in front of the guy while he's just standing there like arms crossed that you don't find him attractive. That is so sad. At least like play it up for the end of the show. And then if you want to hit up the guy, you can probably look him up on OnlyFans and hit him up and say, I'm the girl who filmed that video with you. God, it's a so weird gross. statement to make, but put some respect on on the blonde man's name. I'm, I gotta, you know, get some respect on the blonde guys. Hold it down. I, I gotta admit that the hairstyle is a little like I don't know if that's like a, a '90s or it's '80s uh, vibe for me. But of course, you know, I'm not the one, you know, making the selection. But uh, I don't know. Don't don't do my man like that. I do. I feel so bad for him. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's keep watching. Yeah, we do have your body count number as well. Oh, we're gonna... <laughs> Are you okay? I can bring this out. Yeah. Revealing her is... Wait, do you have any guesses? I, I kind of saw it, but I could like... You I, saw it? I, I, you're, you're on the wrong side, but... Uh, oh! Is it, is it 40? I don't know. <laughs> oh, whoa. It's no wonder she didn't care about the 100 plus. I'm just mm -hmm. gonna say. Oh my gosh. Let's, uh, let's give a hand for 40. I'm let's give it up that. for 40 real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're both regretting everything now. Yeah, right. Stigma. I think women are expected to have low body count or they're not allowed to talk about sex as freely. Like a sexually liberated woman is more looked down upon, called more names, like slut shamed, whereas men are expected to like be out there, be hooking up with people. There is a conversation to be had there. Uh... Liberated is a strong, strong word. It's interesting that people assume that women with low body counts are not liberated. Like, just because you decide not to be with multiple partners, even though you have that within your, like, your your armor, really, you can choose to do that if you want to. But people assume that if you don't do that, you're, you're not liberated. It's just kind of wild. But yeah, to have him have 19 and then the girl be 40, I'm sure he was like, oh, must have been a little bit of a shock. <laughs> Yeah, yikes. yeah. I don't think either one of them were that thrilled with the with the no. final result. But yeah, and that thought of liberated. I mean, in my view, and just my opinion, take it or leave it, whatever. But I would suggest that possibly it could be more liberating to be free to enjoy your long term monogamous relationship uh, with another person without uh, all this other potential 
baggage and other things that could come with having lots of casual sex before you end up with your person. Again, if that's something you want, I'm not here to issue judgments or whatever, but just right. to suggest that maybe when we talk about the idea of freedom, you know, it's like a train that's on the tracks is free to go down the, the tracks. And mm-hmm. if, it, if the tracks aren't there, it's, it's, you know, tilted over. That's not, that's not a great uh, way to look at freedom. So uh, just, just to suggest that, you know, it, it could be uh, that your life is, you're more free to enjoy and flourish uh, within some sort of boundaries, but I digress. Hey, to each their own. I have a feeling homegirl's gonna go hit up Forrest, uh, or she probably did right after this video yeah. was filmed. So we got down to the bottom of it. She did not care about body count. I'm curious what your thoughts are on the subject matter. Drop them in the comments down below. As always, I encourage healthy debates, so do get out, but do so respectfully. And if you like this video, like, subscribe, click the notification bell to be notified every single time we post a video for you guys, which is every single day. And I and Taylor uh, will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all.